0: Yo, what's up, people? May I'm OJ Will. This is Inspire Guys People, where we balance faith and business to guide you to your purpose. Hope y'all feeling good out there today, man. Today is just going to be a nice little kind of raw, authentic conversation Uh, real quick to kick it, you know, about the idea of being afraid of heights. So if you're out there and you ever experience some fear of whatever level, I'm not talking about literally being afraid of heights. We're talking about figuratively being afraid of height. So this idea of being afraid of going higher. I don't think enough people deal with this whole conversation around like it's scary to grow. You know what I'm saying? Like the most comfortable place you could be a lot of times is where you always been. Like that's just how it is in life. Like, yo, if I always been in this space, I know what comes with it. So I know, you know, you got people out here talking about how great it is to grow and be at the top and progress in your life. But the reality of it is a lot of everyday people are sitting there and they looking at it and they like, bro, like, I'm going to be real. It's a lot of uncertainty going that route. I'd rather just, uh, you know what I'm saying? Kind of chill, lay back and do what I'm doing. So I'm going to talk to you a little bit about that today, about some of my experiences and um, growing through. And uh, hopefully something connects with you and is valuable for your life. So let's jump right into it because this is a Saturday, middle of the day. Um, I typically like to do my shows late, believe it or not. Whether I'm doing it live or if I'm just in studio myself, I like to do shows late. I don't know what that is. Let's not dig too deep into that. I don't know if I'm in a certain vibe or something when it's uh, later, but it is what it is. Uh, what up? What up? How you feeling? Gina, welcome. Um. So me growing up. You know i was when it comes to middle school high school let's go high school i was so impressed with people who had the ability to do a talent show now what was crazy to me was because like in elementary school i was in the choir i was a drummer middle school i was in the band um, play sports but those were all team situations you feel what i'm saying those are all like yo. If you in if you in the band or if you on the basketball team, whatever, the spotlight ain't never really all the way on you. And I guess it's under the organization of the school. I was always impressed with people who were in talent shows growing up. And in high school, I was not in one talent show. I don't think I've been in a talent show, probably in my life. Nothing I could remember. And the reason was, especially middle school and high school, I was literally afraid. Like. I did not understand how someone, for instance, that could sing, could go in front of their classmates and like had a guts to actually just be like, yo, for better or worse, whether I win or lose, I'm standing up here on my own too, and I'm going to sing this song. That used to blow me away. So I never did it. Never overcame that fear. And I found myself at different times in my life growing up where there were opportunities that I could have taken advantage of. But instead of looking at the opportunity, I looked at the possibility possibility of failure and I was like, ooh, that's a little too scary. I don't want that much pressure. And so a lot of times I didn't even engage the fear to see where the opportunity would have uh, taken me. Now, good thing about it is as an adult, I've overcome that. But I want to talk about the fact that it's not that I have overcome the fear itself. I've overcame being afraid of the fear i like it's early y'all ain't trying to go there with me i've overcame the idea of just because something is scary just because i'm afraid of heights that i'm not gonna go higher you know what i got another example for you i am example man if you don't know that roller coasters it's been time in my life man especially probably between like let's call it 12 and 16 i wasn't really trying to mess with no roller coasters and you know being in the midwest cedar point that was where we went that was what we did like cedar point was everything i would go to cedar point sometimes and my friends family whoever they jumping on certain rides and i'm like hey bro you can have that one i'm gonna hit this carousel like i'm i'm gonna go ahead and hit the, the 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 i'm i'm on the horse that's just going up and down in a circle that's what we going to do real quick but then one day i'm gonna just tell you what happened I remember uh, me and my wife, she was my girlfriend. Um, and let's say if I'm 18, 19 at the time, I don't know. We went with a group of people and my girl was getting on. And I was like, nah, bruh, I'm not going to not get on. That was the first time that when it came to roller coasters, that I had something that was more valuable than a fear. You feel what I'm saying? It was more valuable to me to impress her than to be afraid around all these people. So I started getting on roller coasters. And here's the crazy thing about it: when you start doing stuff and you realize it's not as bad as you thought. And then now I'm the person that will take somebody else to see the point. And I have me and my wife have broken many people in. Now I'm breaking people in. Like, oh, you ain't no rider. You'll be a rider before we get out of here and you're gonna get on everything and we've done it successfully, done it this year as well. So what's my point? In this life, there are definitely going to be times where you are afraid, afraid of the situation, afraid of the opportunity. Now, I have friends, and I've talked to y'all about this on the show, where they might come to me and be like, hey, I got an opportunity to be a manager. We're going to make it real plain for you. I got an opportunity to be a manager, Jay, but man, I ain't trying to do it. And they come up with all these reasons as to why they should not go and be a manager. And I'm realizing in my life, they're no different than when I was a kid afraid to be in a talent show. The thing is, the fear is so strong for them and they don't have something that they've identified that's more valuable than, than the fear. So they create all these reasons why they shouldn't go be a manager. So they just stay, you know, stay the stock boy forever because you don't want to be a manager. There's nothing wrong with being a stock boy. There's nothing wrong with flipping burgers. I've been on the cashier at McDonald's several times in my life. But the thing is, if you stay there, not because you're not talented, not because you don't have an opportunity, not because somebody don't believe in you, you are there simply because you're afraid. Now I want to say something. I said earlier that I overcame that fear as an adult. I didn't overcome the fear of heights or the fear of the opportunity. I overcame the fear of the fear. And what you got to realize in your life, man, I've learned this, is that everybody is scared. Now you get some people that come on here, come on the internet, you know what I'm saying? And they trying to act a certain way because that's what sells and they want to go viral or something. And like, I'm not into all that. I'm trying to actually kick it with you in a way that's real, that you can hopefully take something tangible and your life can be changed. So ultimately what I'm telling you is I'm scared too. So let's start there. Like, I've been scared. I know what the fear looks like, what it feels like. I understand the psychology behind passing up over opportunities because you're too afraid to engage. But here's the thing. As I've embraced that fear, and this is going to be something a lot of people don't like hearing because a lot of people don't like to hear about being able to change your own life. What I've learned that there's, you know, two different types of people when it comes to this type of stuff. There's people that wants to want you to tell them things because that make them comfortable in their current situation so that they can blame other people for wrongfully putting them there and also hold other people accountable for getting them out. Raise your hand if you're that person, if you can be honest with yourself. I can't see you anyway. You can see me. I can't see if you're raising your hand if you're a person that just want a handout. And you don't want to hold yourself accountable because you are a victim in your mind and you've been done wrong and you feel that I shouldn't have to work. Um, Let's go get the evil people with the money and make them take care of me. I understand that is a whole, there are movements in the world today that are built on that exact psychology. If you are that person, don't be mad at me. You know what I'm saying? Just come here and sit down. Like, let me talk to you a little more. Let's see if we can think through it. Then there's another type of person, the person that likes to hold themselves accountable that can look and say this. I don't even care if somebody else is the reason that I'm here. I'm going to be the reason that I get up. You feel what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to be the reason I'm going to earn it. I'm going to work. I'm going to get myself out of this situation. By the grace of God, I'm not going to sit back and wait for somebody to save me or wait for some handout or wait for the government Ra ra he he this politician said they were going to promise that they were going to do this for me so I'm going to do it listen I understand all that stuff has a place I'm not here to attack your personal beliefs or the things that you like to uh, believe in in your life or whatever it may be but I am here to tell you that being that type of person constantly puts you in the back seat the person that is afraid of opportunities so they want to be told something to make them comfortable but today I'm kicking it And I'm creating my content always with Inspire God's people for the person that's sitting there and you like, you know what? I have passed up on some opportunities. I haven't really set up to think about why or nobody's ever really challenged why. But ultimately, I want to be able to take my life in my own hands, putting it in God's hands, of course. Like when I talk like this, let me just say this for the people. If you watch this, even on a replay and you never rock with my show, we got over 180 episodes. We just started doing video a couple months ago, so the video part is new. But just know this. We turned five years old on October 10th. I have interviewed CEOs, artists, people who've been shot, people who've been with sicknesses, people who've been in bad accidents, people who've been almost died off drug overdoses, people who've been in a trap house. I got archives of interviews, and I have sit for the last four and a half years and talk to people. You can go on Apple Podcasts and start at episode one and start listening now. I want you to understand something. What I purposely done the last four years is laid the foundation of what this show is about. We've laid the foundation of Jesus Christ. We've done Bible studies. None of that changes. So when I say stuff like take your life in your own hands, if you knew, just know that I mean that figuratively from the standpoint of you being accountable for yourself. But I never mean it in a way where I'm saying, yo, it's me doing this and it's not God. We don't rock like that on this show. We don't talk like that. So because y'all knew we, you know, audio, I don't do all these disclaimers on audio because we've been doing it for four years. And if you rock with the show, you know, and most of the people who rock with inspire guys, people. Been rocking with us for some years at least. And the new people tend to stay on board for years. That's how we do. We trying to reach you deeply. We ain't trying to reach everybody in the world. It just don't work that way. We just trying to connect with the people we do deeply. So I needed to say that because if I got a new listener to catch this on the replay or if you watch it live or something, I need you to understand what I'm talking about. All right, let's move on from there. That was a smooth transition. I, I think it was smooth. I give myself credit. The person that want to take life in your own hands. Here's the thing that I've seen and experienced with my own eyes is that somehow, some way, the way God gives opportunities is like opportunities tend to find the people who want it. Now, I've seen and experienced times in my life where it's like, I'm lazy. I ain't really doing nothing. I'm creating excuses. And somehow when I'm in that mentality, opportunities continue to pass me by. To the person that wants to turn their life around. And you have the ability, the skill set, the talent, and the desire. I am literally telling you, it is amazing how this works. When you get your mind on the right track and start focusing on the right thing and going after what God has for you in your life, your purpose, which we teach you how to do that in this show. Got a bunch of episodes to lay that foundation. When you do that, opportunities start finding you. And here's the thing. When I say I'm afraid of heights, right? I want to make this so plain for you where it's like, where, where you, where you can really understand what I'm saying, where it's super practical. So like in my own life, you know, working in corporate America, you know, I started at super entry level. Like I'm talking like the entry is level of all jobs. And the test started for me from my first job in the first few months at the company. I remember I was working and they created this new job, this new role. And I had the opportunity to go after it. And I didn't know what I didn't know. I'm like, well, I got a degree. I'm going to go after this promotion. And I remember people telling me, like, uh, don't even try to go after it. Like, damn, you know, they're going to overlook you, you black, you know, whatever, whatever. And you got to think this, you know, 15 years ago or whatever. And so we in the like, politically correct climate that we in now, you know. So, you know, people could overlook you because you was black potentially without, you know, and do it fairly seamlessly what's my point? I had a decision to make. Do I go after this promotion or do I listen to everybody who's given me all the reasons why I shouldn't? And thank God I went after the promotion and I got it. And then when I got that promotion, it took me a couple years, but then I found my way to the next promotion, so on and so forth. And I've been doing that for the past 15 years. I've had eight jobs in 16 years. So on average, I've stayed in a job on average for two years over the last 16 years. And what I'm telling you is that through this process of consistent growth, I have constantly had to overcome my fear of heights because when you take one job and you get the next one, it's like, oh, wow, I never had this level of responsibility before. And the thing that's going to happen for the people who want to take their lives in their own hands, you're going to keep growing and you're going to realize at some point you're going to grow to where the jobs or the opportunities that you once thought were big opportunities are now minor to you. That's an interesting place to be. Why am I calling this out? I'm not calling this out to sound arrogant or sound like, oh, I'm better than these opportunities. I'm calling it out to say, imagine this, things today that are minor to me, I was once afraid of, but they only become minor because I embraced the fear and took on the challenge. Had I never taken on the challenge, 10, 15 years later, they would still be mountains and giants to me. What am I saying? Somebody out there is sitting there. You've been passing opportunities for 10 years. You've been scared to be a manager for 10 years. You've been scared to be accountable and responsible or start a business for 10 years. You've been scared the whole time, not realizing you're going to always be scared until you embrace the fear. And that's a challenging thing in life. But once you embrace the fear and you overcome that mountain, then you realize that that mountain wasn't as big as you thought it was or that it was big and you were just stronger than you thought you were. Then now you're looking at the next mountain. Here's the crazy thing about it. You can't even see all the mountains from where you stand. I'm going to give you this example. We got a lot of examples today. I went to play golf recently for the first time on a real course about a month ago. And it was a beautiful course. I was at Fox Hills in Plymouth, Michigan. I think it was. So we're on the course, and I picked up golf. This I want to give you my level of experience with golf. I've been to Top Golf four times before I find myself on a real course. Here's what happened. One of my mentors called me and was like, "Hey, you, we need we need another person to go out to this event." I was like, "Man, I like I'm not ready." I literally was like, "Yo, like I've never been on a course. I'm not that good at Top Golf. I only been to Top Golf four times because I'm so busy um, with my job that I don't. It's not like I got all this time just to be going and learning how to play golf. Golf is a, an expensive sport. The shoes cost a lot. You got to dress a certain type of way. You got to tuck your shirt in. Wear a certain ha- like every, it's so many rules, right? I had every excuse not to do it, and in full transparency." It wouldn't have been the first time that I passed up an opportunity to play golf because I was afraid of the situation. I passed up an opportunity in July and June. Same thing. But I found myself in August, like, okay, with a more direct challenge. And my mentor told me he was like, oh, you'll be all right. I'm like. Goodness, like what? So, you know what I did? I went to Golf Galaxy. Spent $700 getting all the equipment and stuff that I need. And thank God one of my friends gave me some clubs and stuff because I didn't have to buy everything. I'm talking about $700 just to embrace the opportunity. But this is what I told myself. If you're going to go, you're going to go. And so I find myself sitting on Fox Hills beautiful golf course with $700 worth of equipment and clothes on and can barely hit the hit the ball. I hate not being good at stuff embarrassed but i was with some good people yeah 700 bro i'm not lying i spent 700 and i didn't have to buy everything golf is just ex- the bag the balls like gotta everything is expensive you go in a golf store to shoot Oh, the shoes like those shoes comfortable i might can i just say this real quick you might see your mans walking around in golf shoes on the regular like this shoes are, I ain't talking about the ones with the spikes at the bottom. They own, They make a lot of different ones now where they just like rubber butt. And shoes is comfortable. What's my point? See, the thing about me when you listen to this show, I actually remember my original point. So we like, we go somewhere with this. I was standing on the course. And this is so crazy. I'm standing on the course at one point, And it's, it's beautiful. Green, big trees, everything. And I was like, I asked them, I was like, where am I hitting it to? You asking why, like, I should know that I'm hitting it to the little flag, right? I didn't see it. And when you're on a real golf course, that junk is so far away. But here was the thing they told me. They was like, oh, it's around the corner over the trees. I'm like, what? So, yeah, they're like, oh, this is a par five or whatever. So you're not even aiming at the target. You are aiming to put yourself in a better position for the next hit. Uh, y'all ain't, it's, it's there. I'm giving it, I could stop the show right now. I'm literally giving you the sauce right here. There are things in your life that you are passing over because you can't see the target, not realizing this ain't even about you hitting a target. This is about you taking this opportunity and this opportunity will position you better for the next step. One thing about me, if you know me, man, I'm going to just be real with y'all. I don't like standing still. I don't like the idea of doing nothing. That is the weakest way to live to me. When I say weak, I'm just, I'm not talking about you. I'm talking about me. For me personally, to go nowhere is frustrating. Like, I would rather be going somewhere that's going to lead me somewhere than to go nowhere because I don't know where I'm going. Like, no, like, no, we got to go somewhere over the rainbow. Uh, Whatever the song say, we got to go somewhere. But my point is I needed to hit the ball, not to the target, but to a position that gives me better field of view, perspective, vantage point of the target. There are some opportunities in your life right now that you've been passing over because you can't see the end and you don't realize that's where faith comes in. That's where trusting God. I always tell people direction is more important than speed. You feel what I'm saying? Like direction is definitely way more important than speed. Some of us get caught up and we looking at like we looking at the speed. We want to get there fast. You feel me? You feel me Gina? Why like you you want to get somewhere fast? And not realizing, like, bro, slow it down. Just hit the target. All right, so let's take a step back. We got these situations in our lives, right? I looked at, um, again, I'm trying to give y'all as much juice as I can. And the pandemic, if you've been rocking with me, if you listen to my music, I put out two music projects over the pandemic. One was entitled To Whom It May Inspire, and the other one was entitled The Inspiration. Here's what I was doing over the pandemic. Literally, I remember at the top of 2020, I was like, if the world is going to be stopped, slowed down, whatever, whatever, I need to take advantage of this. And so what happens is people take different approaches. When things slow down, a lot of people sit down and they slow down. I'm going to sit here and watch Netflix. I got more time to waste, whatever, whatever. I view the world through a different lens. I'm not here to judge you on how you view it. I view the world through the lens of, oh, wait a minute. If the game's slowing down if i move faster while the game is slow i speed up my position in the game so i had a couple of sayings that i was saying you can listen to the podcast go to the 2020 episodes and listen to how we was talking or oh, we was talking like this in the midst of it and i i'm telling you like i'm proud of that like this ain't new like this ain't like oh covet is over so i'm just feeling whatever no if you go and listen to the episodes we was in the fire and we was talking about being inspired. We was in the fire talking about being inspired. Everybody looking at me. I'm trying to go high. And then all right. Anyway, I'm sorry. I just random freestyles. We were in the midst of the fire trying to go higher. And what's my point? I had a, a saying that I was saying in a, in, during the pandemic. Don't leave the pandemic empty-handed. Rock with me. Rock with me, people. Don't leave the pandemic empty-handed. I was screaming it from the top of every mountain that I could climb to get people to hear me out. And here we find ourselves now, two and a half, almost three years later, and there are people that are still in the same position they were in two and a half years ago, and the whole world changed, and you ain't changed nothing about yourself. I'm going to just be all the way 100 with you. If the last two and a half years didn't make you change something, I'm not going to finish the sentence. <laughs> you you might hate me if I finish the... I'm not even going to finish the sentence because here's my thing. The game is slowing down. I'm going to move faster. And then when the game speed up, I'm further than I was. This ain't even... I'm not talking about me. This ain't like, oh, I'm not here bragging. I'm saying anybody could have did this. The game for the first... Oh, y'all don't under... I should just... i'm I'm about to break something in the studio for the first time in my life i looked up and i was like the playing field is even to me it didn't matter what color you was during the pandemic because number one you had the race world wars going on anyway it's duh for the first time in my life i'm like oh they giving out opportunities for everybody Oh, you got one big ear and a small ear. Here's a grant for you. Oh, you light skinned. Here's an award. You dark skinned. Okay, here. Oh, Asian, here. We got something for you. Tall and white. Here's something for you. Here's listen for the first time in my life. I was looking like, oh, the game is in a cheat code right now. And I'm like, how are you sitting at home eating biscuits and watching Game of Thrones? When the game is in a cheat code and you three months behind on your car note, you feel what I'm saying? Thank you. Thank you. Like the game was in a cheat code. I'm telling y'all what I did the entire pandemic was work harder than I've ever worked in my, in my life, in my life. I worked harder than I ever worked in my life. And I'm telling you, I'm still in this mode because what I genuinely believe is that if if the game, if, all right, follow me, follow me. This is for my diverse, my African-American people. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, listen, I'm from Seven Mile in Detroit, bro. Like, I grew up around it all. Like, any excuse we want to have, I feel like I could have that excuse. You know what I'm saying? Ain't nothing been handed to me in my life. I don't come from, like, I come from love and Christ. You get what I'm saying? And middle class living. Like, and maybe at some point lower class. I ain't really come from middle class living. I was just trying to be nice, if I'm going to be real. I was I was in the hood, okay? They were still in our car for Christmas. Like, they were in our car. When I lived on 7 Mile... Like, yeah, what up, Tanya? Yes, I am. Like, when I tell you they was stealing our car, it was like, surprise, we stole your car again. They used to just steal our car. I'm like, why are y'all taking, you couldn't have nothing. What's my point? I'm just being real with y'all. Like, a lot of us have been fed our whole lives, white people this, white people blame everybody, whatever. Look, I ain't saying we ain't been done wrong. That's not the conversation. Like, like, Had that on another day One of my favorite books in the world Is Up From Slavery from Booker T. Washington And if you read this book I've read the life story of Frederick The autobiography of Frederick Douglass When you read these people books And you hear their stories And you like wait a minute So my man went from being a slave To an advisor of presidents Like a slave Beaten, battered, bruised slave and he made it to be advisors of presidents and a leader of leaders and i'm gonna complain because i'm from seven mile growing up in the uh what a teenager in a a, what late 90s early 2000s when it came to the pandemic to me i'm like in some cases y'all like let's just be a hundred True, in some cases, like they giving out money to to people they ain't never gave out before. And I'm I was telling people, like, yo, it ain't just about getting the money. See, the problem with us, uh, why are you? I get mad at myself sometimes because I'm about to tell you the truth. Sometimes I don't even like when I think the truth because I know people don't like the truth. Seven mile, better mile. <laughs> Here's the reality. The reality is a lot of us just want to hit a lick. We don't even want. Real success. I, I didn't watch people squander opportunities because they didn't have real money. But the only way they know is how to be ghetto and ignorant and do scamish things with them. I've watched people scam away real legitimate opportunities. So what's my point? At some point, y'all, we got to take advantage of the opportunities that's there to get us to another place. Now, I know everybody don't like that. Because some people, some people just, uh, uh, you know, they just, what, they just comfortable scamming. Can I can I say it that way? I started off the show saying a lot of y'all, look, Tanya, a lot of these people just comfortable living how they live in, And it ain't nothing I'm going to say that's going to make you change. But to the people who want to change, you got to change your mentality about this stuff. You got to change the way you look. And, oh, some people, I saw all the jokes on here. Your stimulus check was just a lick for somebody. I was telling people, take that stimulus check, buy Delta stock. It went down to $21. I'm like, that's $110, $120 stock pre pandemic. But like, I was only giving this is not financial advice right now. I was just telling this to my family members and close friends. I was doing, I had so many people, I had so many people buying stock low key. Some of y'all should. How many of y'all said thank you? That's a whole nother thing anyway. But I had so many people. What up, Doug? I had so many people buying stock, but people's mind is caught on hitting a lick. And so some of this, y'all, the Bible says, I keep telling y'all, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. I am trying to speak to you in a way right now that convinces you that you need to transform the way that you've been thinking. Throughout this pandemic, I have seen more opportunities put in front of people like myself than I've ever seen in front in my life. My parents never had these opportunities. My grandparents never had these opportunities. My great-grandparents for sure ain't never had no opportunities like this. So why would I sit on a couch and be complaining? You feel me? Like, why would I be sitting on a couch and complaining during the most like prosperous time? Look, I know the economy is messed up now. It's recession. I was. Trying to tell people that was coming. It was inflation. But the problem with some of, oh, I'm about to help somebody. The problem with some of us is we can't see the forest through the trees. What am I saying? The distractions are so much in our face, we can't see the truth through it. So when the pandemic was going on, it was all about being afraid. It was all about fear. And I get it. I'm not here to minimize anything. I got respect for everybody. Like, this ain't what that's about. But what I'm saying is afraid of heights. Some of us were so fearful during that time that we could not see the opportunities that would have literally had you not complaining about the recession today. I'm telling you, I'm trying to tell you what I know. I'm trying to tell y'all that there were opportunities to make money. Let me just, okay, let's give one example, okay? I like real life examples. So let me let me let me go back to the Delta example, and I'm gonna say this because my auntie actually posted on Facebook about this, and I think I made her fourteen thousand dollars. My auntie came over. She, we was at my brother Darius' house. We was kicking it, and um, she was like, "Man, I'm looking. She she the one who really like she she the real OG with stocks. Like I'm still a newbie, just a couple years in. But I was telling her, auntie, I'm assessing this situation. And I'm telling you, Delta is the stock at the time. Don't take this as financial advice right now. I have not looked at Delta stock. I no longer own Delta stock. Like, I don't I don't want you to take this and go do this with your money. This was, mm, I'm saying, listen, y'all got to really hear what I'm saying. So many opportunities were in the pandemic that the opportunity I'm talking about right now was just two years ago and no longer exists. That's how quick we miss opportunities, have windows. And some of us waste so much time that I tried to give people this advice two years ago. It's still good advice, but you can't even take it no more because the move already happened. Yo, the move of God is on the way. We sing all these songs and then the move happened and you miss the move. Some of us been singing the same song in church for 20 years. Listen, if you singing about a breakthrough in 99... 2009, 2019, and I still ain't seen nothing break, it's time for you to either choose a different song or stop missing the break. Like some of us just like singing about stuff, we ain't even experiencing it. All right, so I told my aunt, I'm looking at Delta. I told my friends, I'm looking at Delta. Delta was, it went down to like $21 at one point, $22, right? At some point in 2021, that stock hit $110. Woo! You talking about five times your money, fam. So just imagine, like, if you went during that same period and wasted $1,000 on some McQueen shoes or some Gucci's or something, and instead just would have bought a good stock, set on it for six, eight, nine months, made five times that, took your money out. Now you got $5,000 from $1,000. These are the, are the opportunities that are literally around you every single day. You feel me, Steph? What's up? These opportunities are around us every day. But if you are focused on the problem and not the solution, you're going to miss opportunities. So what am I saying? Back to my black people, my friends, my family, my brethren. Let's kick it. We live in a world. And I'm just telling, look, this, everybody not going to like this. And I know that. And I'm not mad at you because you you don't like this. You got the right to live how you do. But I got the right to live differently, too. So growing up for me, is like, all right, I'm from the hood. I don't come from money, whatever, whatever. I got a couple options. Everybody telling me, you know, growing up, I can't tell you how many times I heard the white man this, the white man holding us back, the white man this. Like, and I'm just the kind of person through my own reason. And I'm like, all right. like. So I can either take on this mindset y'all have, whether it's right or wrong. I'm not saying you haven't been done wrong. I'm not saying that some white people haven't done wrong, whatever, especially in power. I don't think that means all people, white people are bad or that we can't be cool with white people or we shouldn't be trying to reconcile things. But I also was like, yo, y'all ain't going nowhere, though. You want me to blame everything on a white man while also sitting and waiting on the white man to come save me. That doesn't make sense to me. Yeah. It don't make sense to me. Like, so that's like, okay, let's make it. I got to talk to you in a way that makes sense. Imagine your baby mama is the worst, fellas. And I came to you and said, you know what? Your baby mama trash. Like, yeah, she trash. And I'm like, you know what? She owe you. Sit back and don't do nothing with your life until the person that you think is trash value you enough to pay you what you deserve. How many people are willing to take me up on that offer? Come on down, ladies. Baby daddy is horrible. Do you want to wait on him? So, look, I'm just playing a game. Let's say the person, look, duh, like, let's say the person really is horrible. You want to play the game, ladies, to wait on the horrible baby daddy to maybe one day come back and take care of you? I'm sorry. For me, all right, so you could tell me how the white man this or that. I was always like, yo, I feel you. Like, I feel it. Thank you. But I can't wait. I can't wait on the white man to get his act together. Like, y'all waiting on him to hit, like, not the same people who did all that. Y'all trust the same people that y'all hated. 20 years, I don't get this stuff. But here's, here's what I'm saying. At the end of the day, what I believe, I believe that true freedom, is about you getting up and going and taking your own life in your hands because for me there's nothing greater than an opportunity it's not about a handout it's about an opportunity because with an opportunity see this you could play the handout game for the rest of your life you could say okay you were in power you were white now you owe me this because you took this away all right then i can get it and then i get power And one day I'm going to owe it to somebody in the future for something else. Right. Or I could say, you know what game I believe is the equal game that that late uh, evens the playing field, the game of opportunity, because what opportunity says is that, yo, imagine I put if I if I had, you know, a bag of jelly beans a quarter mile at the end of the road and had three people racing for it. A white man, a black man, and a Chinese man. A tall one, a short one, and a medium-height one. And I said to them, the first person to the jelly bean gets the bag. If they have the same starting point, you get what I'm saying? They running on the same field or the same turf or whatever, that to me is equal playing field. If I start the game off and the black dude is far back and the one dude is closer... And then I do the second game and say, well, because in the first game, the black dude, you was behind. In the second game, we're going to put you at the front and we're going to make that game is going to go on for the rest of eternity. But if I said, yo, let's stop all the nonsense and let everybody start at the same time. And now it don't matter what color you are, don't matter what you like or what you hate. Whoever gets there first gets the bag, the bag, the bag, the bag, the bag. What I'm saying is that's the game we should be trying to play, the opportunity game. See, me, I want to play the opportunity game. That's the game I've been playing in the last few years because I'm like, oh, y'all actually leveling out some of the opportunity? Where now I can go after something that maybe before I would have been disadvantaged at? I don't have too much time to talk about the problem or the reason why. I'll talk about the problem after I get the bag of jelly beans. Listen to what I'm saying. But I'm not about to miss the first bag of jelly beans that I can get equally. I'm not going to miss it. Talking about the last 10 bags of jelly beans I missed, I'm going to go get this one. And when I get this one, then we can sit down and write a book and tell a story about it. What I'm telling you is, don't. it's time for you to stop listening to people in your life who want you to be a victim, who want you to sit down and be waiting on Santa Claus to show up to your doorstep with new opportunities. And you need to get up and go out and take advantage yourself. And what I'm saying, especially like for us black people, especially in my age group, you got millennials, Gen Z, all this stuff. Understand this. You have way more opportunities than your parents had. People don't want to talk about this. I got way more opportunity than my parents. Of course, I was able to make it further in school or make it further in corporate America. They didn't have these opportunities. I honor them. I honor them while they're still here living with my work towards saying, listen, if I got an opportunity that you didn't get, because I know had you gotten it, you would have did something with it. I'm going to go do that for you. I'm going to go. I'm going to go do this for the family name. I'm going to go do this for our future. I'm going to go do this. And then when I do that, I'm going to keep going because I want to help somebody else. The problem with us is we missing opportunities to change our family's lives because we complaining about some junk that, that our grandma went through. How are you 18 years old complaining about some stuff and you didn't had an iPhone your whole life? You had an iPhone since you was three years old to my opportunity. you Man, opportunity on these phones, people just, I mean, you know how many people didn't change their life because they start a page, start a business. You know how many businesses I didn't just, you could just, everybody could print T-shirts now everybody couldn't print t-shirts in the 90s you know how easy it is to make a business card now versus the people when i was growing up the adults we got opportunities they didn't have so all i'm saying to you today is yeah i'm afraid of heights i know it's scary the, uh, thinking about like you're gonna go in here into the big bad world with the white man and whoever else don't like you and you're going to have to try to find a way to survive in a world where everybody ain't your best friend. Guess what? We do that in the hood every day. Uh, like, I, I just get tired of some of these narratives. I grew up in the hood. It was, they were still in our, I just told y'all, they were still in our car like it was a Christmas present for them. Like, every time we got a new car, it was like somebody else was like, yay, we got a new car. Because our cars kept getting stolen. It wasn't no white man there. I didn't grow up around white people. I'm just be, I'm going to just keep it extra crispy with you. The The two or three white people that grew up around me in the hood, they look and act blacker than I do. Like, so, like, at the end of the day, like, my point is, like, all right, if I'm in the hood, if I'm over here, black people gonna be trying to take my stuff. If I go over here, I gotta deal with white people. If I move to China, I gotta deal with Chinese people. What I'm saying is that there are problems. I'm just trying to keep it extra crispy. You feel me? There are problems everywhere in the world. So this idea that you're gonna create this reality, where you don't have to go after any opportunities, but then all these things are going to be handed down to you from your oppressors and people. Listen, y'all, I know that's what y'all want to hear. I just don't believe it. Like, I don't believe it, and I ain't waiting on it. I'm not about to be sitting up here 75 years old talking about, back in 2022, they took my opportunity. They owe me. I'm not about to be 100 years on my deathbed and be like, If I just would have did the video. Can't do it, fam. I can't do it. I'm telling y'all, man, there are so many opportunities in your hand that you're missing because you're complaining. Because here's something I've learned in life. You can't see an opportunity and complain at the same time. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't do it. Sopranos. You can't do it. I told you, you can't do it. Tenor, you can't do it. Everybody together. You can't do it. You can't see an opportunity and complain at the same time. It ain't possible. So here's my question to you. Are you complaining? Because if you are, you're missing an opportunity. There's an opportunity out there right now. And I got another thing to say to you. Opportunity doesn't knock. It don't knock, fam. You can't do it. Opportunity don't knock. This idea that you think opportunity knocks. Opportunity is there waiting for you to come get it. Let me tell you something. Before the pandemic, I never traded stocks, right? I had done something with crypto. Back in 2017, I started messing with crypto a little bit, but I didn't know what I was doing. But here's the thing that was cra- I'm going to tell you the absolute craziest part to me. We're talking about opportunity. And I want to I look at something. Um, hold on. I want to look at something because we're talking about opportunity. I just want to look at how much the stock was yesterday. Before 2020, I had never traded stocks, right? But here's what was crazy. When I set up my account to start trading stocks and I bought some Apple and some Delta, I was buying a little bit of everything. Ford, whatever. I was just buying whatever. Because I was looking at like, oh, this stuff on sale. This is what's crazy to me. Do you know the craziest part about stocks to me? It was how easy it was. I was like, wait a minute. So, ain't no law that say I can't do this because I'm black or I'm from the hood or I'm light skinned or I'm bald headed. Like, there's nobody stopping me from this. There's nobody putting a gun on my head and saying, buy five pair of Jordans instead of buying, you know, five shares of Apple. Like, nobody is doing this. So, I live in America. I'm in a free society. I have a cell phone. I logged up and set up, set, it, set up a free account on TD Ameritrade and they're not sponsoring this video or anything. So I'm just sharing with you. Like I set up a free account on TD Ameritrade, fairly easy and simple to use. I look in here at the stocks. I can see all the prices, look at the whole thing. So just like I know how to shop for clothes, if I go to the store today and I see a nice pair of shoes that used to cost 200 and they don't sell for 89, I feel like that's a good price. They're quality shoes. Like, oh, I'm going to buy these shoes, right? Especially you're telling me something has the chance to go back up. Now, what I'm not telling you to do is blindly start going out there and buying stocks. This is not financial advice. And I am not advising you to go do anything without the proper education. I am simply telling you how opportunity works. So you have these stocks. I log on here. I started buying stocks. What I want to pull up. I want to pull up. Uh Tesla just split. That's going to be harder to look at. Um uh, what's something that's easy? Let's since I've been talking about Delta, let me just look at Delta real quick. I haven't looked at they stock in a while. Delta. What up, Hope? How you feeling, fam? Stop substituting complaints for opportunities, please. I just want to tell y'all how opportunity works. So, Delta yesterday closed at 32.11, right? So the crazy thing for me was like There was nobody stopping me when I was buying Delta stock at $24. Then I held it. I think I sold at $75, $74. It went to one something. So I missed that. What's my point? That opportunity, the little couple of dollars I made there, just a little bit of money. I wasn't trading a bunch of money in stocks at that time. But the little bit of money I made showed me something is that. Nobody was stopping me. So this idea of the big bad wolf and the big bad white man, like I was like, where is he at? Because I just logged into TD Ameritrade, decided to spend my money on stocks versus buying new shoes. Delayed gratification. I'm not a victim. I don't worship the things I want. So I don't have to have them in the moment that I want them all the time. So I just went and bought this and sold and made a little bit of money and you mean to tell me nobody stopped me what up nehemiah what up bro keep making them shirts let me you know text me the joint you just made about opportunity i'm trying to see that maybe i'll rock it on the next show my point people is sometimes we create monsters that's like the boogeyman they are not real and it's because you are paying attention to a fake monster that you don't even realize the little bit of effort is in your hands. The same effort it took you to start a Facebook account, same effort it took you to start an Instagram, a TikTok. Why is it that we figure out how to start new accounts, upload videos, get new phones? But we like, oh, how, did, how do you go on the website and do stuff? How do you do it? I don't know. Oh my God, what is this? It's the same thing you've been doing. It's the same phone. It's just opportunity. It's kind of like when it comes time to pray or read the Bible, how you get sleepy. Some of us get sleepy when we talk about opportunities. You can see here all day long on your phone like a a zombie looking at a 1,015 second videos on TikTok. But you can't watch one 30 minute video on how to set up a stock account. You can't learn financial, listen, I'm not trying to hear it. Listen, I'm just being real with y'all. I have very little, a very short threshold for excuses. Because I've seen too many opportunities in the past few years right in front of your eyes, and the only thing stopping you is you being lazy, being comfortable, being complacent, being ignorant, not wanting to listen to wise counsel. The the Bible tells us to listen to wise counsel. The problem with us, we think wise counsel is always somebody in the four walls of a church with a title. I'm sorry, no disrespect. But if your bishop don't know nothing about finances or he ain't teaching or passing along. Like, yes, he might be the person you go to to understand the scripture or pray for you or something. But I'm sorry, somebody else can give you advice. You can read a book that was not written by T.D. Jakes. And I'm just telling y'all, like, I'm telling y'all, what up? What up, Jen? How you doing? Yeah, please check it out later. I know you will. Thank you for, you know, letting me know. I appreciate people like Jen. She rocks with the show. Been rocking with the show at least for a year or so now. And, uh, you know, she like, check. see, that's how we do it. Inspire Guys, people. What up? I see you live, but I can't watch it now. I'll check it out later. At the end of the day, folks, here's what I'm trying to say. It's, 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 my bad. I had to text my wife. It's too many opportunities in front of you that take minimal effort. And all you've been doing is making excuses as to why you're in your situation. And the reason I ain't trying to hear it is because I'm from the same thing. And all I did was try. And I failed a couple of times too. And that's the whole thing I'm saying. Yet it's scary learning a new trade, uh, learning something new, like me trying to play golf. That's young hard. I'm like, it's expensive and it's hard as heck. Like golf is tough. It's intimidating. Like when I go hoop, you just buy some shorts, some shoes. You go to a gym and hoop. Golf is like, you got to dress this way. You got to, oh my God, like a basketball costs, you can get one for $10. The expensive ones cost 50. Like, oh, some golf clubs. Oh, this one, a thousand. This one, 500. Like what? Who? What? What? I'm going to use this stick in the backyard. How about that? How about about I play golf with a switch off of a tree, a tree branch? I'm going to just play with that. What's my point? Yes, it's scary. Yes, it's intimidating. But yes, you can do it. And all of these opportunities that are in front of you in your life are just waiting for you to decide to want them enough to try to get them. And the content that I create, is created to push you there. So we got more interviews coming and conversations we gonna have. But I'm just trying to get y'all ready. Like I'm trying to, like, you know, like get get the ground loose and fertile so that y'all know, like, this content, this next wave of content that I'm creating would inspire guys, people. Like, we not really tiptoeing around. It ain't really for the faint of heart. It ain't really for somebody who just wanna be reminded of their oppression or. Why they can't succeed. No, it's for the people that say no matter where I'm from, I can do it. No matter what my flaws are, because there are many. I have many flaws. I tell people all the time, I'm just a normal dude. Like, so if I can do anything, and it's not like I'm the most successful person in the world. I'm not coming on here trying to front and act like, oh, my God. Yeah, hey, I've made it. I made it. Made it, made it, made it. No, it's about just telling you, here's some things that I've done and seen with my own eyes and because I've seen them work, I've seen real estate work. It's too many ways to get yourself out of it. And if I'm being real, even people who complain about like, oh my God, like I was, you know, done wrong at this one church or look at these pastors over here, they're lying or they just want money. Like, okay, you got the Bible app on your phone, don't you? Like you, (laughs) it's not hard to It's not hard to have a relationship with God. These people aren't like bouncers into the kingdom of heaven. Like, so we can complain, you know, about church, about other people and call them whatever. That's cool. But it's like, yeah, but you also have the Bible app on your phone. You also also can pray and also can like make a decision to live for Christ. You blaming those people for why you left Jesus Makes no sense to me. Now, why you left their church? I get it. Why you left that community? I get it. Why you left your Lord and Savior? Because this guy only wants money or this lady, whatever. That doesn't make sense to me. I'm not with that. I'm not with all this blame game. I am with taking accountability and responsibility for my own life, strategizing, working hard and figuring out how to get it out the mud, how to grow in life. I'm not into like worshiping celebrities or worshiping all these other people because they throw cars and houses in your face, bump all that, it's levels to success, cool. You live in a 20,000 square foot house and drive a Lamborghini, no problem. I'm just trying to pay off my Toyota and pay off my last credit card and go somewhere in my life. You have to, I gotta say this before I go. You have to learn to appreciate your own level of success and accomplishment and not think you're better than other people but also not think other people are better than you. And it's about balancing that. I'm not a person that thinks I'm better than other people, but please believe me. I don't go around looking at everybody thinking, oh, they're so much greater than me. Look, no, I'm just like, hey, we out here in the mud. We trying to get it. We focus on what we focus on, trying to do it God's way, trying to do it the right way, trying to speak truth, trying to speak it genuinely, trying to balance all this, knowing we human, knowing that I'm just a normal dude at the same time too. I'm just trying to live life. But the one thing I won't do is let my fear of heights Stop me from trying to grow and go higher. Don't let your fear of heights stop you from climbing higher. Do it scared. I know you heard that before. I don't know who came up with that. Do it scared. The people who do it, even though they're scared, overcome their fears. The people who allow their fears to stop them from doing it end up on the couch 20 years later in the same place where you started. And my goal for you, regardless of where you're at in life, I don't care how low you are, you can get higher than that. It ain't about you getting, that's why it's like, I don't really like social media just make life just, Hey, this person throwing this in their face, this person walking in slow motion through a door. Like it'd be so much stuff that we throw in people's face. I don't even understand it. It's like people just walk in, record themselves walking in slow motion. And it's like, that's what does that even mean? Like what? Is, I don't get it. I don't get what we doing. Listen, you worry about you. You're not in competition with me. You're not in competition with the next person. You're in competition with you because your own mindset is the only thing that's stopping you from getting up and getting it anyway right now. So don't worry about them and they Lambo. Don't worry about the person you went to school with that they got the beautiful family. They got all this stuff. You got to start where you at, fam. We all do this at different levels, at different ages. It don't matter how old or how young you are. Start now. Just like the little board in the mall where you when you go in the mall or you looking at the directory, it says you are here. I want you to focus on that. Focus on where you at and where you going. Let me go where I'm going. Let me do what I do. You know what I'm saying? I'm trying to move. I'm trying to do what I do too. But it's people way more successful than me. And we all at different levels. Just live at your level. Do what you're doing, but get to the next level. Because no matter where you at, if you get to the next level, you closer to where you're going. You feel what I'm saying? Thank you all so much for watching this video, checking out Inspire Guys People. Please do like and subscribe. If you like this, do me a favor and share it with somebody. Tell somebody about Inspire Guys People. Help somebody else. Not be afraid of heights, you feel me, Tanya? And also, look, follow us on YouTube. Just type in YouTube, inspire guys, people. I put out shorts a few days a week, three to four days a week. I put out a YouTube short, just something to inspire you. Sometimes you might have missed the episode, you might need to be reminded of a certain part of the episode. We chop them up and put them in shorts. And by we, I mean me on my iPhone. I chop it up, I put them in shorts, I upload them, I put the description in. This is all the content I'm creating just because this is the next part of my journey is to actually share what I've learned and what I'm learning. So that ain't just about me making it somewhere. It ain't just about me getting out or doing what I do. It's about how many people can I help and how many people can I get to help somebody? That's the game I'm playing. That's why I tell you to share inspire guys, people. It ain't so we can have more views. It ain't so whatever. We're not like, I'm not viral. I'm not trying to go viral. Like I don't even want that. Like that's, that's, it could be robots watching your stuff or people who don't care. I want you to share this show with somebody that you know, like, you know, like, yo, you need to like this person need that extra boost. Share it with that person. Share it with your cousin, your auntie, your grandma, your, your brother, somebody that you know need to be inspired so they can get where they going and you watch it again and share it and like it and subscribe and let me know what you think. Email me, Music at gmail.com. Hopefully y'all enjoy this. God bless y'all. Love y'all. Have a beautiful day, man. I'm out of here. I got to go eat. You know what I'm saying? I just did Lavelle's show quarantine with Lavelle, So be on the lookout for that later this week. And actually I'm wearing the same thing cuz I did that show today. I was in the studio. I'm like, "Yo, me and Lavelle recorded. I'm recording live. Like, yo, just get used to this t-shirt at least for the next when I chop it up in the YouTube shorts. That's five videos right there. This this the t-shirt y'all going to see. And I might wear it again. And if, if I go somewhere When I leave the studio today and you see me out there eating, I got on this T-shirt, bump you. You know what I'm saying? We wear our clothes, fam. I don't buy clothes and just sit them around. You going to see this shirt again. I'm just joking and talking, but I'm about to go eat. Thank you, Tanya. Love y'all. God bless y'all, man. Have an amazing day. Be inspired, fam. You feel me? Be inspired.